Welcome to another episode of Failing Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design. Today on the show, we have Drew Moon. Drew's company is called Digital Click, and Digital Click is a full-service digital marketing agency. He's now had the company for eight years. Drew, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So, Drew, how did you get into the space? Um, so the way I got into the digital marketing space is I actually started in IT. I did a lot of IT consulting around the country for and construction firms. And I got kind of burnt out with traveling and I ended up answering a Craigslist ad to help a car dealership locally do some digital marketing, write some blogs and work on their website and stuff. And as marketing kind of and information technology kind of merged, right? into this digital marketing space, I made the jump because there's more creativity, right? On the digital marketing side than doing server administration or, you know, training and things like that. Early days, how did you get your first few clients? Craigslist, actually. I would go on Craigslist and kind of just look up people that needed some help with SEO, Google AdWords and, you know, social media, Facebook and well, really Facebook at the time only, but yeah, I would scour, I would scour Craigslist and kind of look at job postings and stuff like that and just shoot them emails or pick up the phone and call them. Yeah, I mean, that's true entrepreneurship there. It's cold calling. I don't have leads. I'm going to make them. That's it. Yeah. You're getting told no a lot. You kind of get used to it. You get immune. I only needed a couple of people to say yes. And thankfully they did. How many people said no? Oh gosh. See, out of, I'd call 25, 30 people and I get one, two. And one of the ones I did call was a car dealership. And I had that client for a really long time until they ended up selling the dealership. So a lot of no's, but one yes ended up being six, seven years worth of work. Yeah. And then you kept that relationship strong, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it started from Craigslist. Yeah. It's an amazing story. So along this eight year path, has there been a moment where you're like, oh man, I don't know what just happened in my business. Yeah, we do. Right as the lockdown started to heat up is when it hit for us. We have a lot of automotive clients. So. As soon as the inventory of cars started, stopped flowing and they stopped selling a lot of cars, they pulled back their budgets and basically they weren't spending any money, but still selling a lot of cars and making a lot of money. And I got to that moment, like, what does this mean for digital marketing in the automotive space? Is it always going to be like this? Or are they going to go back to cutting each other's throats and spending a lot of money to advertise a product? So we had a rude awakening then because we didn't know what was going to happen. Now everything's kind of back to normal. But at the time, yes, I was very kind of worried. Our core business is automotive and it took quite a big hit during COVID. At that moment, did you make a pivot into a different industry? So what we started to do is instead of relying so much on automotive, we started pulling clients outside of Southern California and the West Coast. We started doing a lot of e-commerce stuff. So we started helping a food di food distribution company in Israel. We started helping a shipping company out in the Philippines. And we kind of went to find things that would basically diversify our client base a little bit more. So it wasn't so heavily relied on automotive. So your diversification has made you stronger. Yeah. And just because automotive is very up and down, you never know when the next chip shortage is going to be right. So it's good to have experience and have clients and kind of other, other verticals, I guess. Right. Have you started to hone in on like, oh, this vertical is really strong for me. Yeah. We've actually started to do very well with e-commerce. And when it comes to like food and helping smaller companies put out products, we're working with a company that does dates. They take dates and basically sell like a date spread, like a competitor to like a Nutella. So we've started to kind of get work our way into the food. We help with like a coffee company as well from the Philippines or in, imports their beans from the Philippines. So food, I guess food is something 
people always need cars, right? And they always need food. So we kind of found something we are looking for, things that people always will consume or always need, and food made sense. That's a good point, right? Target necessity. Yeah. They'll always be in business. Yeah, exactly. They're always going to be need help on pushing the next product or the next drink or so next restaurant. So when you have one of these food clients, what kind of strategy are you deploying? Like what platforms are you pushing their content onto? Well, I'll just use the date company as an example. We are pushing a lot of content to TikTok, Instagram, and Pinterest. And Pinterest was a lot of recipes, right? And different ways that you could use their date spread and their date syrup to either be a replacement, right? To lower people's sugar, or just, you may not think that you could use date syrup, say in alcoholic drinks and things like that. So we are posting recipes on Pinterest. TikTok was more educational style, right? To get the word out, basically that dates are good for you, that it's a super food, things of that nature. And then Instagram kind of similar to TikTok, but more just displaying the food and kind of people consuming it and then using influencers on that platform to spread the message. So in addition to the influencer strategy, do you do a paid ads or more organic? About half and half. It depends really. If a video takes off and we start to see it getting some kind of traction, we would put money behind it. People think that you may want to put it behind struggling ads, but not necessarily, right? If something, you know, not ads, but content, right? You think you would want to boost content that's not doing well when we would see content that was doing well is when we would boost it right and obviously give it a little bit more legs to go off so that was that's how we handle it basically it's interesting so is, is it purely like clicking like the boost button on some of these platforms or do you then go and take that stronger content and then start running paid ads throughout them no i don't actually never boost right? and i always advise people not to boost you're leaning on facebook or instagram or TikTok on what they think your ad should go to. And I don't think that they know anyone's product as well as the people that actually handle it, that live the business or work side by side with the business. So I would just take content that we had already posted up maybe organically and then went back into the ad center on any of those platforms and then went and targeted the people that we know based on analytics and such that are our customers or would be interested in the product. In like the current environment, like right now we're in a recession, right? Are you, what are you seeing? Are you seeing a change in performance? I'm seeing, I'm seeing people pull back their budgets quite a bit, right? And we're not necessarily getting the same return either. Sorry, I can't understand where they're coming from. It's like a double-edged sword. Book and Instagram have really taken a hit from the whole Apple security back and forth or fiasco. So I can say, yeah, I, we have seen it take a little bit of a hit and that's why we're trying to find other platforms, right? YouTube shorts, right? TikTok and some of that to kind of, I guess, hedge against Facebook and Instagram. What would you say your favorite platform is right now from return on ad spend perspective? For most of our clients, it still is, it is AdWords still, right? It is getting those kind of cheap clicks because people are searching, right? And it's a different mindset. Whereas the social stuff, it ends up being a little bit more branding. People are interested in, they'll click and they'll explore, but they're, they're higher funnel. Google ads still is, is delivering, at least for right now. Yeah, that's good to know. So to jump back more in your experience as an entrepreneur here, over this eight-year period, has there been a big win for you that really stands out? And you look back and you're like, that was a pivotal moment for me? Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, I would say the, the big win that I would say that we had was really, as an entrepreneur, was slimming down the business, right? Finding ways to cut costs and really gate through tough waters in COVID, right? With everything going on in the automotive industry with our clients and just people in general, restaurants, food service, all that. The big win for us was basically to slim down, to be able to grab some of these other clients and to push all the way through 
Now we just passed the three year mark of when everything was closed down. And like I had told you before we jumped on, we're still kicking three presidents later. We're still here, a pandemic, we're still here. So I would say the big win was making sure that we slimmed down, that we cut costs, that we were making the right moves to weather the storm, which was, I would consider a, quite a big storm. It's, it's amazing how having those issues pushed you to build a stronger company. And that seems like it's what you've done. Yeah. You, when times are good, you don't look at everything, right. And you can kind of leak money. You can bleed money, right. Bleed time. When you get backed into a corner or things start to get rough, that's when you kind of like really start analyzing everything. Right. And I think it was for the better coming out of the end of this. I realized, you know, we were wasting money on a lot of things that we didn't need. Right. We were spending money in places we didn't necessarily need to. We thought we needed to, but after canceling, you know, our contracts and stuff like that, we ended up doing pretty well. Yeah. That's great to hear. So Drew, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you or your company, how would they do so? They could reach us on any of the socials at Digital Click. They could go to our website at digitalclick.com. Contact information is there as far as my direct phone number, phone number to the office. And then if anyone wanted to email me directly, it's pretty easy to remember. It's drewmoon at digitalclick.com. Click is spelled C-L-I. Well, thank you, Drew, for being on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing Success. I'm Chad Gluckie with Cosmic Design. Like, comment, and subscribe for more content. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.